Hello, everyone. Welcome to the third episode of Project Mic Drop's first ever podcast series, Students of the Pandemic. Project Mic Drop is an inclusive, intersectional, and intergenerational feminist initiative. Through this series, we plan to explore about the diverse ways in which students' lives have been impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic. My name is Tia Tejaswini. I'm your moderator for today. I'm a 17-year-old high school student. And today we have with us here, Ritvik Ghosh, a student who recently graduated from DPS Noida, or more like waiting to graduate. He's here to uh, share with us his experience of the pandemic. Ritvik? Hi, Tia. Hello. Um, so as a student going through this global crisis, how did it affect you in your life? Were you worried or was it cool being at home in the beginning? Okay, so naturally it was very exciting at first because you just have a huge break. You don't know when the break is going to end and you're just going to be sitting at home. You don't have any classes to attend. And yes, it, it was exciting at first, but then we realized that we might not go to school ever again. So uh, I think we went to school for three days. We had three days of 12 and I couldn't attend the last day because uh, something had happened at home and I couldn't attend the third day. And for me, during the entire lockdown period, the second day of 12th was also my last day of 12th. So it just, it was just a thought that kept on going on in my mind. The second day was also my last. It was definitely difficult. I guess uh, that's, that's really upsetting actually, especially as a student and going to school. That's like so much of our lives, right? That's what I'm talking about. Even when we went to school, we didn't like wearing uniforms or polishing our shoes or just sitting in a classroom without an AC, just a fan on and sweating all the time. So those were the things I hated the most about going to school. And uh, by the time the first wave ended, those are the things I was missing the most. So it, it was, yes, it was a shock. Oh, we're never going to go to school ever again. It's just, it's just a thing now. school It was definitely surprising for us. I get that. You know, I realized this too by going to school, you know, but... When we were in school and somebody would be having a water fight in the corridor, it'd be so annoying because you'd be worried about getting wet. And now you're just, you're just sad because I don't even know if I'll ever have that experience again, right? Yeah, exactly. So most of the things we hated about school and this happened to a lot of my friends as well. So we were discussing this, I think around two or three weeks ago and all of us missed a lot of things that we used to hate. He, oh, this teacher is never going to scold us again. Oh, this teacher is never going to make us stand in front of a class, in front of the entire class again. So we were all scared of those things. Oh, this shouldn't happen to us when we were in school. But the fact that this would never happen to us again, the entire thought was very jarring. You also mentioned that uh, you volunteered in a COVID help organization. So when when did this happen? Like during the second um, uh, the second wave or? So this organization was started by a few of my school friends. Right. I joined it two or three weeks after their operations had begun. So uh, the second thing had just started and these guys invited me to run their Instagram. So first it was only an Instagram page. So we were taking requests from people and we had this entire list of resources. So we were contacting other pages, other resources. So we had this huge list of resources, oxygen machines, cylinders, cans, everything, concentrators, and uh, whoever was contacting us through our Instagram page, we had this question sticker up every day, and I was the one running the Instagram page, so I had to answer all the, I had to reply to all the requests, so I would get a few messages at 2, 3 a.m., and I couldn't sleep, because I had to be up, 
obviously i could have delegated that job to someone else but the thought that someone could be depending on you and you're not replying to them so uh, 2 3 am i got some requests and one request it took me 5 minutes just 5 minutes to come up with their resource and in the 5 minutes i came up with that resource i got a message saying ki thanks a lot for uh, your help but the patient has passed away and that message it just broke me for a long long time so That's i couldn't sleep for the next i couldn't sleep for the next one week because what was going on in my mind if i sleep right now if and someone sends over a request and i don't reply to it or i just see it 5 minutes or 10 minutes later something could happen <laughs> to that person and i could have seen just a thought even though even though i knew that there are a lot of people who could have helped them but the thought that someone is depending on me for something and i'm not able to provide that it's just very horrifying so something similar happened with me i wasn't i haven't volunteered in an organization yet but hmm. um my aunt is a doctor and she was running an organization very similar to this and she was also hmm. telling me about how she would stay up all night you know she had people in different parts of the country working together so that you know everybody gets what they needs but hmm. again for her it's like she's a doctor she signed up for this it's her job but for you and people like us we're just students it takes such a huge toll yeah. like she's a doctor she sees a lot of people die probably and you know get injured or be sick but for us it's it's very traumatizing like you said so friend okay so this line just stuck with me and i have used this in every single college application i filled out since then uh, so she, uh, she said so the same night this happened the incident i just told you about the same night this happened she said hope and support is all we can provide उसके आगे वी लिटरली कान डू एन ऑल वी कैन डू इज लोकेट रिसोर्सेज एंड सेंड दे मूव टू पीपल वी दैट इज द एक्सटेंट ऑफ वॉट वी कैन डू उससे ज्यादा इवन टू होप दैट वी कैन डू समथिंग बिकॉज वी कैन स्टेप आउट ऑफ अ हाउसेज एंड टेक ऑक्सीट्रेटर्स एंड सिलेंडर्स टू देर हाउसेज दैट इज नॉट ऑब्वियसली रीजनेबल बट होप एंड सपोर्ट दो थिंग्स एंड दीज आर दिंग्स दैट आर अनलिमिटेड इन नेचर Yes, concentrators can run out, cans can run out, a lot of things can run out. Remdesivir can run out, but hope and support. We can keep on providing this to people, and this will never end. So I think that line just stuck with me. It's really beautiful, and that's actually really true because, especially us as kids, like what can we do, right? I know, like people, especially at our age, when we have to make decisions for our life, people choose to help other people. So many people become doctors or. you know anybody who can help somebody as in a significant manner but an hour is just like it takes it to you store you know and it's so hard not to blame mm. yourself when things like this happen especially when you have board exams this right around the corner so i had uh, my second or third pre board the time the second wave started and i had to make a decision whether to study for my board exams or to do this and uh, all of my friends who were working in the organization we decided let's put all our studies on hiatus and just let's just focus on this one thing and we did that and even that took a toll on us because just the pressure just the thought of not studying while your board exam is just right around the corner and even that thought puts you under a lot of stress so just managing the stress of not studying and handling this entire covid thing it obviously it, it does take a toll on you i'm lying if it if i said it doesn't Of course it does because like I know people like to say that kids don't study, but 
honestly just not studying itself is so stressful it's so difficult to even take a break even doing a break mm. thinking about all the pride is left to do <laughs> but like if choosing between saving people's lives or helping somebody in some way and actually doing stuff you know like you're living a normal life as a student it's such a difficult call and it's not one that it's fair that we should be you know be making choosing between helping people and me at such a young age exactly so, because uh, uh, what was going on in my mind in february or march it was that it is not our responsibility we we can simply not take the responsibility of the billions of people in this on this planet or the billion people in india because that's the government's responsibility at the end of the day no matter what we do the the onus of doing all this still lies on the government and it was very conflicting ki hum kyu kare the answer was very simple hum isliye karenge because there are people who would benefit if we actually help them so it just it was it would definitely conflicting that's really great reflect i mean i wish there were more people who think exactly like that because honestly if we don't if we don't think to ourselves cuz everybody has this dilemma right between doing the right thing and you know taking a neutral stand everybody can choose to do something that would be easier for themselves you know if you decided to ignore all of this and just study you wouldn't have to stress about not studying and you wouldn't have to stay up at night helping people or even hear about people's you know unfortunate whatever happens to them because it's such a horrible disease but you chose to help people because it's the right thing to do even if it's self sacrificial so it's really important and it's great that people our age are actually doing that because we need people like that so how else did it affect your life as a student you know the helping the covid writing organization and like what pushed you to take on the responsibility also like it's so much to do this the organization wasn't my idea and it was started by a couple of my friends and they were the ones who urged me to come and help them i didn't i had no idea about this entire scene that had been taking place uh because the thought just hadn't come to my mind ki oh this this is also a thing that could happen and uh, the second day it started and they just reached out to me hey rithvik uh, do you want to run our social media page and i said yes why not and thankfully my parents were also very supportive ki okay do this but at least study a little bit for your boards before you step into this i said okay and uh, the first day i had to call up a few oxygen resources and i had to call them up and ask them ki acha bhaiya oxygen cans available hain oxygen cylinders available hain and uh, i remember while i was doing this i was also uh, updating the list the spreadsheet in which we had all our oxygen resources and i was studying simultaneously so i had my psychology book on my lap and i had my laptop in front of me and everything was going on simultaneously and obviously you can't focus on your studies if you're doing this so uh, yeah, some people don't pick up some people say ye kisi aur ka number hai hum to nahi jante aisa kuch kisne aapko number diya so all of that confuses you so you definitely can't focus on your studies while this entire thing is going on so but but you get used to it you definitely get used to it and hats off to my friends who started this because the the very idea of doing this the very idea of sacrificing your own study time and leisure time and sitting down to do such a thing is i don't think i would have ever come up with such a thing you know it's a lot of like sacrifice on your own part also to even come up with the idea so other than that like you said all the stuff that you had to hear while working at the organization also and be in contact with these patients who are suffering so the, mm. the pandemic as a whole has had such a huge impact on everybody's mental health right it's overwhelming mm. emotionally and mentally so what what were the issues that you faced like in regarding 
to all of this how did you go so like i said the first few months were a breeze it just went by without end because i didn't have classes and even when the classes started they were online classes so it was it very, felt like a really strange vacation yeah and it was very chaotic i used to sleep sleep through the first two periods and i used to attend the third period and i used to sleep again for the fourth or the fifth and it was very chaotic sometimes i decided decide to attend psychology sunday and decide to attend maths it was very chaotic i was making decisions it just wasn't very logical i just did whatever i wanted to because i could so there were a lot of options so uh, should i sleep now or should i sleep later i didn't have these options when i when i actually had to go to school do should i study this or should i study this i didn't have that option because we had definite periods in our school and a lot of things i think i was spoiled for choice because i could do i could eat breakfast at any time i wanted obviously there are designated break periods in school so the first few months were a breeze but uh, then we had tests and exams and the moment those things started the moment we were te- being tested i realized i hadn't studied anything in my classes at all so i remembered nothing i had done in my classes and that was a bit of a shock ki uno i know nothing seven months have words and it still wasn't as big a shock because i should have probably pulled up my socks and started studying i didn't because it was i still couldn't comprehend whatever was happening because my mother had to go to office because uh, essential services they all had to go to office government servants and uh, when she used to come back I, i used to be studying around 5 or 6 and she used to come back and i had to t- take this tub of water add detergent add detergent in it and when I, when she used to come back home i had to uh, keep it in front of the door so she could wash her feet and hands and everything and even those even the 5 minutes that it took me to do that it just disturbed me and i simply couldn't study after that even a slight distraction just put me off ki ab main nahi pad sakta hu because oh no ye ho gaya and i used to believe i have a lot of time to study i just have seven months to i have nothing else to do so i might as well study slowly slowly but uh, around december when my first pre board schedule came up i realized i had wasted all that time i thought i had seven months but so much had happened in the seven months i also had an anxiety attack around november or december so uh, it was right when my exams were going to start and my math tutor started calling us for offline classes and i just kept on hoping ki oh no if i if i go here and suddenly i have an anxiety attack and i start crying or i break down and all these people get to know about it and it's just it'll just become a very big issue thankfully my parents were very supportive and they said ki dekho think about it and then decide if you want to go for offline classes and my school started calling us for offline classes they said you need a written consent but we still won't take any responsibility if you get sick uh, which was ridiculous because or oh, yes we did want to go to school we did want to meet all of our friends we did want to wear a uniform and go to school we did want to wear our black school shoes but the risk the very fact that we could get sick our school simply wouldn't be accountable for it and even if that's not the case we even if we had to miss our board exams no one would be responsible for it but us then we would have to sit for compartment exams and wait for everything so everything would go for a toss so we obviously had to decide that okay no i won't be going to school right now and uh, ha that's what i decided it is not worth the risk even though we really do want to go to school we can't take the risk Exactly, because you're not just endangering yourself, endangering your family, anybody who you meet, your friends, probably neighbors, anybody. It's so much on the line. 
you know, you have to think about it. So in the middle, you said that with the number of cases were very high, you actually had to move out, right, in Delhi? I, yes, I live in Delhi. And uh, around February or March, Delhi cases just shot up like anything. Yeah. It was still a bit under control till uh, December or Jan. But February, March, the cases just shot up like anything. And uh, so this, uh, we had already planned that we would be going out for a week. Okay, we were planning to go out for a week uh, because the cases had already started rising in our neighborhood. So by the time we left, we were only planning on going for seven days. And by the time we left, my almost my entire neighborhood had, or so, some person in every house had been infected. And we just thought, if we return in one week, all hell would break loose because uh, my grandparents were also living with me. On the off chance, they, they, they do get COVID. All hell would break loose because we weren't vaccinated by then. It was February or March only, or even if we were, it was only the first dose. So we just just coming up. Yes, exactly. And uh, so, but we still thought, ki, okay, we'll return after one week because the second wave hadn't exactly started by then. And one day before we were going to leave for Delhi, we were going to come back. Uh, the second the news came out: Delhi is shut. That was the headline. And uh, so we needed special permission, entry permission. So we needed all of those things to enter Delhi again. And we just decided it's not worth it. It's not worth coming back to Delhi. And I also felt guilty because all of my neighbors had gotten infected. A lot of my friends, a lot of my family members had either gotten infected or something had happened, something or the other had happened. And I just felt guilty that we weren't back in Delhi and we were here all safe. So even that safety was wasn't entirely guilt free because you feel guilty that you are you weren't infected and uh, around February March the plasma thing came out to donate plasma yeah. for this blood group blood, blood. and uh, I remember discussing this with my dad I felt really guilty that I couldn't donate plasma because I hadn't gotten infected and he uh, so he said socho if you did get sick you would just be a burden on the healthcare system. It's a very simple thought. It's not something great. It's a simple thought. It just puts a lot of things to question. Is the guilt worth it? You could just focus on being a better person and helping other people instead of actually wishing you got infected and then you donated. It's just a very long process, right? You could just help people directly. So when we came back, we... uh, when we came back, I immediately joined this organization and started working with them. So that was how I kind of relieved all my guilt. I get that. There's a term for it. It's not fully applicable here, but there's something called survivor's guilt. Like if there is yeah. a huge disaster and you're yeah. okay, you feel terrible because you feel like you should have also suffered a little bit because so many people that yeah. you probably knew also suffered. It's such a strange thing. Hmm. And it's a really weird thing to process. Like you were talking about school and how you don't really get, you know, like when exams started and everything. I get that because yeah. I also started 11th in the pandemic. And by the time the exams came around, like I knew I wasn't prepared, but I didn't want to believe it because none of it seemed true, you know? You feel numb to all of it. Yeah. Like that's the word. You just feel numb. It feels like you're just sort of trapped in a little glass bowl and you're just seeing the world through the glass. None of it's real. It's just happening. It will go away. Like it's a bad dream. It almost feels like that. This is um, not quite so related, but even recently when all of this um, news about what's happening in Afghanistan has been going around. I was trying to discuss it with my friends and 
um, some of them said that, you know, I would rather just not talk about it. Like, can you not talk about it to me? And not in a way because they didn't want to. It's just, hmm. it's so, it takes a toll on you, right? To think about horrible hmm. things that are happening in the world. You would rather just not think about it, right? Ignorance is bliss. And everything happening on social media. So I deactivated my Instagram account for four months because I just couldn't take it anymore. I said, I, I can't use Instagram anymore because every single day I opened the app, there were news of there was news of this person passing away or this person struggling to meet it. and because you there's not a lot you could do about it and just sitting there and reading all these things just makes you feel very very guilty I completely get that like when all of this started obviously in the beginning of the pandemic because we were all at home mm-hmm. and we all have our phones with us all the time we were there was so much communication especially on social media mm-hmm. and by the like around the middle of it I stopped you know, reading any of my DMs and I stopped looking at any stories because any kind of news, any kind of personal, you know, problem, even people coming, reaching out to you, which is too much, right? Hmm. It's just too much information, it's too much grief, sorrow. And you have to do all of this, you know, and your academics and you have to somehow also be as responsible. It's such a strange mix because all the teachers think that because you're at home, you should be performing better. But all of this is also happening. So generally going through an event such as a pandemic that affects so many people in such large scales it can be such an overwhelming and numbing experience you're at such a young age especially you have to juggle your academics your extracurriculars your social life as well as your mental health so overall how is your experience and what have you taken from it moving on in life uh, so i i realized that music for me at least music was a very good escape so Anytime I felt stressed out or I felt anxious or tense, I just put on one of my favorite playlists. So I started listening to a lot of old Bollywood music. Asha Bhosle, Lata Mangeshkar, Kishore Kumar, Mohammad Rafi, Himant Kumar. Yeah, so I just, anytime something bad happened or I just couldn't take stuff anymore, I just sit back, put on my favorite playlist and listen to those songs and not do anything else while listening to those songs. And that that definitely helped me. Similarly, dance, theater, all these, the Instagram reels, best example of a, of an escape. So all yeah. these things just helped through the pandemic. They just helped us through the pandemic because without these things, we would have just sat at home, not doing anything, and feeling sadder and sadder and sadder. So uh, amidst all those all all this examination stress and fa- uh, family pressures and COVID infections and all those news. Music was what made me feel safe. It's really important for everyone to sort of find their little escape or find their passion and all this, this, you know? Yeah. It's actually really eye-opening, like, especially for me also. Like, it helps you find yourself, like, being alone and having so much of the world in front of you at the same time. It's such a strange experience. And you get to know a lot of new people. Since everyone's at home, everyone's on social media, everyone's using it at that time. Because no one has anything to do and all we do is chat and chat and chat. So we get to know a lot of new people and new circles are formed. So I I am in touch with a lot of people from other schools whom I wasn't in touch with when I was actually going to school. So that just makes you feel a bit more comfortable because all of these people, you've gotten to know them and now they are a part of your life, even though you've never met them in real life. So it just makes you feel a lot more closer to people, even though you're not exactly in touch with them. Yeah, 
awareness trained way, the pandemic has sort of pulled all of us apart and also brought us together. It's yeah. so weird. In a strange way, you, you and I would never met if it wasn't for this podcast and if it wasn't exactly. for the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> but it was great talking to you, Ritwik, and it's an honor yeah. to have you on Students of Pandemic. And I really hope that your story and the way you help people inspires others our age to also be a more active part of helping people. Thank you. Thank you, Dia. Okay, bye. <laughs>